Welcome to Frosh FM, your one-stop shop for everything you need to know about your first year at Queen's. Whether you're fresh from high school and ready to take the big leap into university, or if you're a new coming grad student who has already experienced post-secondary, this podcast will have important information for you. You'll hear interviews with clubs, information on all the different resources for you, and fun banter with our panel of alumni and current students who are all here to help make sure all your questions are answered. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Frosh FM, another great installment for your listening pleasure today. And in our virtual studio, we have Justine Amen, the president of the SGPS, that is the Society of Graduate and Professional Students at Queen's University. Thank you so much for joining us today, Justine. Thanks so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. So before we launch into all of the great things that the SGPS has in store for graduate and professional students this year, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and uh, what you're studying at Queen's? For sure. Um, I actually have been at Queen's for a little while. I did my undergraduate degree here as well as my um, master's now. So I did an undergrad degree in sociology with a certificate in sexual and gender uh, diversity. Mm-hmm. So, uh, super duper fun undergraduate degree, um, and now I'm working on a Master's of Science in Epidemiology, which right now is super relevant given, uh, given our current uh, situation with the pandemic. So, um, it's a really unique time for me to be getting this education, so I'm really, really lucky in a way, but uh, yeah. Well, that's fantastic, and are you thinking about doing a PhD after your Master's? I don't think so. Research is great, but I don't think I uh, have the will to do a PhD after this. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So tell us a little bit about your role as the president at the SGPS. Yeah, for sure. So the SGPS as a whole is uh, the society that represents this, uh, the graduate and professional students at Queen's. And our executive team is made out of uh, five folks. So myself as president, uh, we have our vice presidents as well, community, finance, graduate, and professional. Um, and my role specifically is essentially to be that conduit or that um, middle person between the administration and um, the executives and these students. So. I sit on the Senate and the Board of Trustees, as well as uh, the University Council, and I work with uh, the SGPS members, council members, executive team, and our permanent staff to create that relationship with the administration and work to achieve our goals uh, from uh, the side of the students as well. Now, can you tell us a little bit about the services and many resources that are available for graduate and professional students through the SGPS? For sure. So um, there's a number of services that the uh, the SGPS has. Obviously, right now, um, delivery method has changed, but uh, our services have remained active, which is really great. 
a lot of them very easily transferred to a remote delivery service. Um, so um, I can just kind of give an overview of what services we have. That'd be if, great. Um, so one of our main things that students are aware of is our SGPS health and dental plan. So we provide um, the supplemental insurance for folks who are part of the SGPS um, and dependents. So that's one main thing that we continue to offer. Um, we also are a part of the Empower Me service. We provide that, which is a call-in um, resource service mm -hmm. that um, with the new um, remote learning delivery, actually uh, starting in September, will be available outside of North America. So 20 countries outside of North America will be able to use this Empower Me service as long as you're a Queen's student. It doesn't matter if you're able to be in Canada or in Kingston. So it's a brilliant addition to our service. We also have um, peer academic advisors and a graduate peer support center that seamlessly went onto remote delivery. Um, in addition to having a, you know, a great group of commissioners, um, international commissioner, uh, equity and diversity, athletics, social commissioner, and our indigenous student liaison. Um, who all work to plan events and make sure that services are delivered um, to students as they should be. Wonderful. Thank you for that. So tell us about some of the new initiatives that you're really excited about this coming academic year. That's a great question. Some of the things that I'm really excited about are not so much new initiatives, but the way that we're going to be delivering and maintaining current initiatives. Um, with the change to uh, delivery plans and to the way that uh, services are being available, we've had to change and adjust our expectations for this coming year. Mm -hmm. We did do a pretty comprehensive plan um, when we were just hired on to figure out what we wanted to do with the school year, but we've, we've had to look at those and adjust our goals and make them more reasonable. So what I'm really excited about is the ability to maintain our services for folks who are attending remotely or folks who are actually working on campus, whether it be on a lab, um, in a lab or in a classroom. And it's our goal to make sure that regardless of what, uh, whether you're attending remotely or in person, the services that you receive are the exact same of the exact same quality. You're not going to be suffering or uh, being underserved because of the way you choose to attend your classes and the way that you're being, um, your academics are being delivered. Okay, great. So with that in mind, uh, with COVID changes in mind, it's great to hear all of those updates and that things have been running relatively seamlessly and will continue to do so. So that way students uh, can access uh, support and resources from wherever they are, which is fantastic. Um, tell us a little bit about some of the initiatives that you may be working on this year with the university administration for example, with the Busset services, but also um, anti-racism work that you're doing with the university as well? Right. So um, a lot of the initiatives that we're doing, we're taking on as uh, the SGPS, um, as, as, as a society ourselves. Mm -hmm. And the collaboration comes from 
reaching out to the university and basically uh, informing them that this type of uh, work is going to be happening and asking for assistance in some way. But uh, because of the nature of uh, the institution and the historical racism and um, oppression that's been happening at the university and we've decided to you know take on a lot of this work ourselves and um, in an attempt to hold the, the university accountable. And now some of the other work that I, I see that uh, the SGPS has also been engaged in with uh, includes library access, which is critical for every graduate student, in addition to degree extensions. Can you comment on some of the work that's being done there? For sure. So um, obviously we're constrained by uh, public health um, guidelines, but we have definitely been pushing at all of the uh, academic operations group meetings that I attend to make sure that the access to the library is of top priority. I know uh, things like that can kind of uh, go to by the wayside as other important things come up and the administration might not see something like uh, access to a quiet, air-conditioned, um, consistent environment for work to be completed as uh, a priority, especially if their environment is not the same as what it would be for a student. And uh, so it's been really important for us to push that access as being essential. And as of right now, only 25 seats are available in the library. However, it is uh, our hope that once this pilot project has been successful, which so far it has been, um, they will quickly be opening um, additional seating and additional uh, options for students within the library, um, obviously within public health constraints. Perfect, perfect. And one of the other initiatives that I see that's been underway throughout the summer, and it looks like it's going to be continuing too, that I think is pretty great. Uh, you have every, uh, the first Friday of each month, open discussion town halls. What kinds of things will students be able to discuss openly at such a town hall? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, one of the goals of this executives that that we haven't had to compromise on is our um, uh, our desire to increase communication and open up the 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 lines of communication and you know work on transparency between the executives and the members. So there are a couple different pathways that uh, we've established this year, including you know an anonymous feedback form. I hold virtual office hours every Tuesday for an hour, um, and then this once a month, first Friday of the month an open town hall and so far we've left the agenda up to the members because everyone is being impacted by this pandemic differently and there's no way that we as an executive a tiny group of five can anticipate all the needs of the students without hearing it from them, them ourselves so we've kept the agenda open to students to express their concerns and um, we've learned a lot from these town halls and it really does help us direct the way that we interact with the administration and what we're asking for. That's outstanding. Thank you so much for telling us some more about that. Now, um, how can graduate and professional students actually access SGPS resources and services? 
That's a great question. The main thing I'd say right now is email. Email is essential, I think, during these, uh, during these times. So uh, if there's anything that you're hoping to get involved with or uh, access, all of our email addresses, including our commissioners, our uh, graduate student senator, our trustee, um, the email for our graduate peer support center, as well as our peer academic advisors. If you have any questions about the health and dental plan, all of these email addresses are listed on our website and it's sgps.ca. And under the main tab, there is a contact, uh, contact bar where if you click on it, all of these email addresses are listed. And I'd say that is the main point of contact right now. And if you email anybody and email is not an accessible format or something like that, we can arrange a Zoom call, we can arrange a phone call, um, but the main source of contact right now, especially given that our front desk is not open, the JDEC is still closed, is email. Either oh. that or you can message us on social media or put um, a, a note in our anonymous feedback form for, for sure. Great. And you do have social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, right? Yes. Amazing. And yes, it's a great resource there too with the social media following the SGPS to get the latest updates, especially with all of the fun events that are still happening and have been happening all summer long. Oh my goodness. The events have been amazing. I, I can't even handle how amazing our team is at creating and working with this new remote environment. The events that they're planning are so fun. And if you haven't attended them, I highly recommend uh, sitting in for a couch disco or, you know, joining an esports um, game. They're really wonderful. Wonderful indeed. And now anything else to add? Perhaps uh, do you have some advice for new graduate and professional students at Queen's? Um, I think the thing I can say coming into this school year is that this is going to be a different school year. And I understand that we're going to all have to manage our expectations However, that doesn't mean that we have to settle for less than we deserve. So if you have any concerns and you have an issue with the way things are being delivered or with representation, please reach out. A new normal doesn't mean it has to be less than you deserve. So please reach out um, president at sgps.ca and I'd be able to field any comments or concerns that students have during this time. Well, thank you very much, Justine, for joining us today here on Frosh FM and sharing all of the information uh, about the SGPS, that is the Society of Graduate and Professional Students that benefits new and returning students to campus this year. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for tuning in to Frosh FM. You can find us on all your podcasting apps, so make sure to subscribe to stay up to date on all future episodes. Have a question for us? Find us on Instagram at frosh underscore FM, where you can comment or DM us and we'll make sure to answer all your questions on one of our upcoming episodes. Are you new at Queen's and want to produce a segment for Frosh FM all about your first year experience? Interested in developing your own podcast? Do you just want to explore CFRC's impressive music library? reach out to programs at CFRC to get in on our next volunteer training session. Frosh FM is hosted by CFRC 101.9 FM in Kingston, Ontario, located at Queen's University, which is situated on the traditional territory of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples. 
The Podcast Network at CFRC, hosted at podcast.cfrc.ca, is brought to you by the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences.